Hi, I'm Fern Olivia, the host of Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. Today we have the sex doctor. We have Dr. Katmeyer. I am so excited to have her here. She's a licensed sex and trauma therapist, a yoga instructor, a Reiki practitioner, dedicated to evolving the relationship we have surrounding sexuality and our bodies. Dr. Kat integrates various schools of thought, including science, body movement, psychology, and spirituality in her work for private practice and transformational retreats that are designed to help people create a deeply fulfilling, prosperous relationship and sexual life. Kat is the co-creator of Goddess Celebration, an annual large-scale Women's Day retreat held in Malibu that I went to. It was amazing. Dedicated to uplifting and celebrating the goddess in every woman while including the men who honor us. She is also the co-producer of Sexy Sizes, Yin Yang Yoga, and the co-host of Eat to Pray podcast. Welcome, Kat. <laughs> Thank you. So, so excited to have you here today. I would love to know about your journey, how you found yourself as this remarkable person that you are today. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'll tell you all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, how did you find yourself where you are now? What, what was your journey maybe five, ten years ago that brought mm -hmm. you to this, this sexual and sensual awakening? Mm -hmm. it, it's been a lifelong journey for me. Growing up, I had experience, uh, being from the Midwest, I had a lot of sex negative messages that were surrounding mm -hmm. me. And then on top of that, experiencing some of my own um, negative sexual experiences um, growing up that caused me to not be in my body so much. So can you tell me a little bit more about where you were about five, ten years ago that brought you to this incredible, remarkable place that you are now? Mm -hmm. So my journey has been a lifelong journey. Growing up in the Midwest, we had a lot of sex negative messages that were swirling around, as well as some of my own sexual trauma that caused me to not so much be in my body and really struggle with connecting not only within myself, but then between other people. So I'd literally watch people interact and try to figure out how they were actually connecting. Whereas I ended up being so much in my head and worried about how my hugs were gonna be. Is this hug too long? Is this hug too weak? Is this, mm -hmm. is this too much? Am I too much? So when I was 20, I went to my very first yoga class. And I remember being in Shavasana at the very end and just being like so heavy in my body and realizing, mm -hmm this is what it feels like to be in my body. Mm. And so that started my inquiry as to, I can feel differently. Mm. Now fast forward, I, I then went to grad school and I wanted to understand sexuality and sensuality and um, connection, more sexuality and connection. So how do people connect? And I went about it the intelligence way, the academic way, which is so funny. I was, again, shifting straight into the very heady space. So I would learn as much as I could. I'd read so many articles. I would read journal research, and I would create conversations with people about sexuality just to help me to get more comfortable with saying, even just saying the word sex, yeah. which, you know, if we think about, sometimes we say it and, and we, our body contracts, or we're like, oh, can I say this? <laughs> or say the word orgasm. And to me, every time I would say that, it would uh, cause me anxiety. So the more I would practice this and the more I would teach myself these things on the cognitive level, helped me to become more confident. Now, I had the yoga piece, which I thought I was embodying, and I had the academic piece. And I still 
had trouble with this letting go into a partner. And then I met my Reiki master. And I had done a trade yoga and Reiki um, trade with him. And that was the first time that he described everything that was going on in my body and all the thoughts and the struggles and the imbalances and I cried because somebody actually saw through my shield. Mm. And so today I have studied with Tantra teachers, I've studied um, very in-depth yoga philosophy, I've studied my uh, more sensual practices all the way to more um, shamanic type of, of cultures just to understand how do people practice embodiment. Mm. That's fascinating and wh where you are right now with embodiment I see was this very embodied sexual sensual mm -hmm. feminine divine feminine. Thank so you. can you tell yes you're welcome it's, <laughs> it's very it's you radiate it so I, I just love having you here to share this with everyone because there are such um, you know words that are such taboo and shameful and you bring light to that I watch your Instagram and your stories on, on Facebook and you bring such light to places where many people feel insecure and shameful so thank you for doing what you do so can you talk a little bit more about some of the practices that you're familiar with that you work with clients on that might oh, feel yeah. a little shameful for people to get into and how can they start to feel more familiar with things like Tantra and and touch and, and sexuality yeah so so Tantra, a lot of times when I say Tantra, people are like, oh my God, that's too intense, mm -hmm. or that's too woo-woo, or that's too magical. I'm not, I'm not into that. I literally just want to have good sex with my wife. <laughs> so I actually go about it in a way of more using more yoga, because that seems, the terminology for yoga seems to be received really well. Um, so I bring in practices of breath work and I bring in eye gazing and I bring in visualization um, which is Tantra mm -hmm. and it can also be, it, it is t yoga, Tantra yoga. Mm -hmm. So I teach um, partner yoga for intimacy which allows couples to drop down into their bodies out of their busy brains to connect again with that within. Mm -hmm. Tune into the contractions that we have or the expansions that we have, the subtle sensitivities that we have, and then also learn how to connect with their partner on those more subtle levels. So having a couple back to back and just tuning into their breathing not only helps to recondition their stress response, but then they feel their partner breathing behind them and then they feel they're there with them. So practices like that with my clients, um, I also teach a um, embodied type of communication. So a lot of times we have struggles with just connecting on that communication piece. Whereas this partner's life experiences, of course, they're going to see an event a certain way. And this other partner has had a whole nother life experience. Mm -hmm. And they're going to see the same exact event a different way. So how can they te use their bodies? and the recognition that their partner is a different individual to be able to communicate more effectively. Mm. So, and I do this personally with um, my partners or with even with friends um, and clients. So uh, when I'm talking with somebody or when I experience something, my body 
reacts. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are in a constant state of contraction and expansion. And when we're in that awareness, we can drop down into that space and, and tune into what somatically is, sit is sitting there. So a lot of times I will feel something in my stomach or I'll feel something in my chest and it'll be like a slight contraction here. And so me being able to call that out, hey, I just felt this contraction here, uh, help me to process through this or this is what's coming up when I sit here. I'm feeling afraid, I'm feeling left out, I'm not feeling seen. And that invites my partner into that process as well. Um, another practice that I do personally is, is more of the tantric base. So in the mornings, I believe that um, creating some sort of ritual to set the tone for the rest of your day. Uh, my mornings are very slow, very intentional. I'll get up, and, and it varies from time to time, mm -hmm. um, but I'll get up and I'll sit in silence for myself. Um, I will always a breathing practice. So some sort of pranayama breathing practice just to open into, um, open into my belly, expand mm. my breath, open into the body, and feel down into my cervix, down mm. into that pelvic floor, where I can tune into a lot of those subtleties. Mm. And when from that space, uh, being able to move into my hips, and sometimes I'll add in some sound just to get the get my throat open so I'm a lot more easily to to um, speak my voice mm -hmm. to create the reality that I want um, to create the partnerships that I want the sexuality the sex life that I want um, and and when I can get and get all of those aligned my whole rest of my day becomes a lot easier now that's not to say that I don't contract to things or that I don't um, get stressed out with things, but it becomes so much easier to move through. Mm, I love that you said that too, especially about that morning practice, how elemental and important that is for our days, because we are, you know, we're healers, we're working with people, but to really, before we go out into the world, to really take care of our own and, and from our root, from our cervix. I love that you use the word, you know. <laughs> I do that on the beach every morning. I go out there and I do the really like deep breathing and I imagine that space and I draw the picture of it in my mind. Mm. And I think, and, and, and the yoni and, and all of those practices which I want to touch upon in just mm. a moment, we're going to come right back. So we're going to have a brief break and when we return, we're going to get deeper into the sexuality and sensuality with Dr. Kat, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Fern Olivia, the host of Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. I'm getting cozy with some of the most influential leaders in conscious lifestyle to learn about their most intimate rituals. I always hear about the struggle of balancing purpose, self-care routines, and relationships in between passion projects, traveling to the next gathering, and finding time for romance. I want to know how they keep their own inner flame burning brightly and how they bring more spice into their lives through the six senses. Their tools, their go-to remedies, potions, alchemies, and practices. They'll be dropping nuggets of wisdom that will captivate you, inspire you, empower you. Are you curious to know how to reconnect to your primal nature and reclaim an irrevocable partnership with your soul? On Sensual Intelligence, you'll be served alchemy and ritual to rediscover your own power and become a magnet for abundance and rich experiences in all aspects of your life.
All right, we are back with Dr. Kat, and I'm so excited. I want to know, how do you turn yourself on? Oh. <laughs> just like that, just like that, just like that. Um, actually, you know, it's interesting because it being such a, uh, I'm, I'm very busy, so I believe that in order to stay in your sexual juices, mm. you, you uh, have to invite that mentality into your everyday life. Mm -hmm. So I'll do things like, um, quite literally the senses is the one that, that brings me into the body and, and more into that sexual space. Mm -hmm. Now there's a difference, I want to quickly explain there's a difference between sensuality and sexuality. Yes, please describe. Yeah. So sensuality I see as the juice of life. Mm -hmm. It is the things that make life super yummy your five senses or six or seven I don't know how many you you personally have <laughs> and we can exist in this life in our senses without sexuality so I move about my day sensuously I if I go outside in the morning I don't wear shoes and I just feel my feet against the ground I oftentimes take my shoes or holding my shoes to get to the car just so that I can mm. feel that on the ground um, and Sexuality is more about the, the primal energy. It is this um, action that we can do and an energy that we can pull into our, into our life that is more based in, in like an earthy kind of feel. Mm. Even as I describe these things, even as I talk, I notice yeah. that I'm like moving into it. It's so good. Sexuality can also exist without sensuality. But why would we do that? Mm. It's deprivation without this, like, the senses and the feeling. We have this ability to make mm. our sex so much juicier, so much yummier. So why wouldn't we invite it into that experience, whether it's by ourselves or whether it's with another person? So I get myself turned on by things like um, music. Music helps me ground into the body because there's that rhythm. Mm. I love, I personally love more of a tribal drum because you can feel that strong beat vibrating in your body and that helps me to drop down into my pelvic floor and move into it. Um, dance, movement, you know, as I'm mm. describing this to you, <laughs> this yes. and moving into my hips helps me to get into more of that, that sensual yet primal space. Um, smells can be highly intoxicating. Mm -hmm. So our sense, our olfactory system is, is connected with the limbic system, which is also um, our memory system within mm -hmm. that. So smells, a lot of times we associate with certain um, memories. Well, we do associate with certain memories. So s certain smells like woodsy smells um, remind me of very sensuous times. Mm. And so having incense not only grounds me but also reminds me of some of those more sensual experiences that I've had with myself <laughs> or with partners. Um, and feeling. Feeling is another great one. Um, I do practice uh, caressing my own body, so petting myself. I don't necessarily have to have a partner for me to connect with my skin and with mm. my the way that my body feels, which is really 
amazing. <laughs> I love that. I was just in Costa Rica for a month, and I reconnected with myself in a way that I had never before. And appreciating myself in the morning, like caressing my entire body, looking at my entire body, feeling mm -hmm. in love with my entire body, and knowing that that was enough, and that that was—it's so powerful, you know. Like we, so many of us, are looking for that one, mm -hmm. and. I realized what I was looking for was that feeling within my own body yeah. and the rituals, some of the, the tribal rituals that I would that I would start and I would discover because I was in the earth, I was walking barefoot, I was walking through the jungle, I was feeling myself in nature and just laying at the, the water's edge and doing a kundalini, just bringing up my tantric energy yeah. and feeling that orgasm within my body just laying there. Yes. And that's exactly <laughs> what what we're talking about with with turning yourself on so I love what you shared there and I would love to know how can a man when we talk about partners mm -hmm. how can a man touch a what is the what is how does a man touch a woman okay and and this can go many different ways because um, I acknowledge there's many different styles of sex that people enjoy right some people like more of the the rough um, or kinky or um, um, hard, fast, you know, and or they enjoy more of the slow, the gentle, the sensual, um, more of the spiritual tantric. There's like many different ways. However, I always encourage men and women that the presence mm. is so key for across any of those experiences. Uh, and I'm not saying fantasy is, is should be X because fantasy is a wonderful tool that we can also embody. Um, but this presence piece of um, being not only connected with yourself, but feeling your presence in your fingertips. Mm. So as you are connecting with your partner, and I'm talking here physically, it, well, all the senses, you are so in tune with you and them at the same time that they feel you as in the fingertips. Mm -hmm. That way you're in tune with their subtle contractions, their expansions, their gentle movements that are all nonverbal communication of I want more of this, I want less of this. Hearing their breath change, mm. hearing the sounds as they reverberate through the body. And you can't do that if you're not present. Mm. I love that. And that covered too both, you know, how it mm -hmm. will go into women. And when I say man, it's masculine energy too. So it's like, mm -hmm. how did the masculine and the feminine connect and, and yeah. find each other in that, in that way, sensually mm -hmm. and sexually? And when we're present, mm -hmm. the, the, it allows our partner to fully let go, fully surrender into the experience. If we notice that our partner shifts out, they're not present, maybe they're doing their to-do list, or maybe they're um, judging what's going on or wanting to be somewhere else, whatever it is, if they're not present, we, we can feel them, and then we no longer feel safe or we may no longer feel safe. Mm. Because where now is my partner? They don't actually see me in front of them, but they may be seeing some sort of projection, or they may be wanting to be somewhere else, like I was saying. And how can we fully let go and relax into it if we have that fear that they're elsewhere? They're not mm. seeing who we are. They're not accepting who we are. 
-hmm. And it's incredibly important for our sensuality to be able to let go. When we relax, our sensory receptors open, so we're allowing more, a bit more sensation. Mm. If we're contracted, if we're tense, we're fearful, nervous, you have a lot less sensitivity going on and a lot less chance for orgasm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we restrict ourselves in that way. Mm -hmm. So the breath, the presence, I see you, those are things that those are some of the sexiest things that you can have with yourself and with a partner. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. We'll be right back with a very exciting conversation, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Odiva TV. And right now we're in the Focus TV studios in Hollywood. Happy Wednesday, Empoweristas. It's Alex Worley. Hey, guys, I'm Amy Paprat. And I'm Justin Walter. And this is What's Good, the show that's dedicated to positive, uplifting stories from all over the world. Hi, this is Alyssa Goodman Show. And I am Alyssa Goodman. You're watching Beige Bay TV. It's fitness expert and your Beige Bay, Edwina Chia. Hey, Dr. Aaron here, teaching universal law and spiritual truth. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Gillette with Focus TV, and this is the Spotlight Series. Hey, LA, I'm Gwen Lane with the LA Girl. Hey, everybody, Terry here, uh, host of the interview series, Success Beyond Beauty. Hi, I'm Fern Olivia, and welcome to Central Intelligence TV. Hi, I'm Janica, I'm here with Focus TV for my segment of Fearless Females. All right, so we are back here with Dr. Kat, and I have a really exciting question for her. All right, you are one of the most, I know you're bringing it ready. You're one of the most fun and playful feminines that I know, and I love that about you because you're so approachable and you, you have this energy of, you know, just life, pure vibrancy. So can you talk more about how playfulness uh, in your life manifests in, in, in your relationships and intimacy? Oh my God, it's everything for me. I once got asked a question, it was an icebreaker. They said, um, what's your superpower? And I was like, mm. I can get anybody to play with me. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I, um, it is it, it is my life. Play is a mindset. Mm. It's not necessarily the actions that we do, but it's this mental state that we hold. And if we look at play, even children who are playing, um, there's this, this pure presence going on. It's flow state. It's not worrying about an end product. It is being in the process. It is lightness. It is um, absence of self-consciousness. And if we apply that to our sex life, if we apply that to ourselves in general, how much lighter our days are, mm. how much uh, more creative we are, because we no longer have the boundaries or the barriers of uh, logic, like it has to be this way, or mm. scientifically it has to be this way, but it creates this infinite potential. Mm. And playfulness in our relationships if we apply this with our partners, can help us to move through conflict so much easier because we see them not as me against you, but we're on the same team. Um, it, it creates a, um, it, it separates the, this is gonna end, we're, we're in this or it's gonna end. And it makes more room for curiosity that, huh, why would my partner be reacting to this this way? or? Hmm. I've been with my partner for 10 years. Do I actually know everything about them? 
or I wonder if I bring in something else, will I discover something entirely different about them? Oh, so give some examples on how couples or or friends or lovers can bring more playfulness into their sensual experience. Mm. So first, embodying a curious mindset mm. and being and setting aside that you actually know yourself or that you actually know your partner and and go into maybe I don't that maybe creates a space for so much more um, I highly encourage couples to look at books or uh, videos on YouTube or uh, tune into their own fantasies allow themselves to fantasize mm -hmm. what comes up what turns them on what creates this this sort of uh, feeling that comes up into the body, um, allowing that to simmer in your body, um, or these things that tend to be more of a dominance, submissive power play, or is this this idea of um, spirituality and shooting up into the cosmos? Is this more of something like bringing in toys to introduce, um, having fun with sensuous toys, furs, smells, all, the, all these different things to create a different experience. Because you don't know what's going to happen when you create an environment that's even just the environment that's different. How's your partner going to act? Maybe some place, they, maybe they take on a completely different persona that you've never seen before. Or maybe you purposely do that and take on um, a, a role. Like who do you see as somebody who's very embodiment of sexy and then how do they hold themselves how do they move how do they talk so this could be something that's very intentionally set up with your partner um, I'm gonna be Jessica Beale and you can be <laughs> Justin Timberlake or something like that you know and and how do they hold themselves oh we can play this out we can play this in in the um, in our home or we can take this out to the bar we can take this out to the restaurant we keep our personas and see what unfolds there there's a presence element in there because you're in tune with, okay, well, how does this show up? Um, so many, <laughs> many different ways. Yes, and I love that. It's all about creating that conversation and having a safe space to play in. Yeah. You know, you want the playground to be safe and to be talked about. And if, if one person doesn't want to do something, to have that conversation of like, what's it bringing up for you? Was there ever a shameful experience or a traumatic experience so we can understand each other? Big time, because we have no idea as much as we know our partners, even in long-term relationships, we don't necessarily know all of the negative sexual experiences that they've had, or maybe these are messages that they received when they were younger, or maybe their mom caught them self-pleasuring at the age of six and told them, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know our partner's full sexual script, meaning all of these experiences that have culminated to create what they are drawn to, attracted to, what they could be attracted to, what they could to be turned off by, that kind of thing. And it's also super important to remember that this partner is their own individual. Mm -hmm. This partner is not me. Mm -hmm. So when we can differentiate that, we can allow them to be turned on by their own stuff and us to have our own things to be turned on by. Mm. And it's got nothing to do with them. It's not personal. I might be super into kink and my partner's into just the 
the more vanilla, more conventional type of sex. And I bring this in and say, hey, I have a whip. Can you use this on me? And my partner might be like, oh my God, no. <laughs> that to me, I could contract and, and feel rejected or I can realize they're a, just a different person. So how can I, how can we co-create a sex life that allows me to have my sexual needs fulfilled without putting my partner in a space that they're not okay with? Mm. And again, that's that co-construction there. I love that. And that's so, there's so much intelligence in that, in the communication, in the creating safety. I would love to know what is maybe one tip that you can give someone who really wants to tap into that sensual space inside of themselves right now. Yeah. So I, oh God, I just had so many ideas. <laughs> um, first, drop into the body mm. and learn how your body intelligence tells you what you like and what you don't like because there is that contraction there is that expansion we open to things that we want more of we close to things that that we are fearful of or that we're not interested for whatever reason that's okay but tuning into that first and then learning as much as you can like being curious about yourself knowing that the sex life that you have right now is not, may not be your full potential, and you can create the sex life that you want. Mm -hmm. You can design it as you want. Mm -hmm. And by gaining more sexual intelligence, you gain power in that. Wow, I love that. I love that so much. So we will be right back. Stay tuned and don't leave your seat. We'll be right back with Dr. Kat. Lights, camera, action. Welcome back. We are here with Dr. Kat, and I would love to know, what are you up to these days? I have so many things going on right now. <laughs> um, so I have my private practice in Beverly Hills, where I see couples and individuals surrounding sexuality or trauma therapy. Um, I also am building out a sexloveyoga.com, which is going to be hosting all of my uh, information around my retreats, around my workshops, uh, especially using partner yoga for intimacy and um, around building intimacy, building that connection within yourself. So this embodiment, this sensual intelligence, mm. this how to, again, move through your life and connect with your partner and yourself. 
Um, I also am co I'm producing a video called Sexy Sizes with Dr. Ava Cadell. Um, again, around the same mentality of using yoga for intimacy. I love that. So exciting. I can't wait to watch all of these incredible endeavors. Where can everyone find you? So they can find me at catmeyer.com. I also, you can find me on all the social medias. I'm on Instagram at Sex Love Yoga, YouTube, Sex Love Yoga, and Facebook, Dr. Catmeyer. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Before you leave, I have, I know you love smell, so this is Grace. You can put yes. it all over your body as you caress yourself in the morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. You'll smell like love all day. <laughs> thank you. You're so welcome, so thank you for being here. I am so excited to continue this conversation with you, and thank you everyone for tuning in.